Welcome to the power-packed gospel preaching of Minister R.L. Taylor of Arlington, Texas, where the Word of God comes to life. Now, join us and be blessed. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures through all generations. I thank God for the opportunity given to me by Pastor Thompson to come and preach the word this morning. The word of God is quick, sharp, powerful, and any two-edged sword. We need his word. I thank God for not missing my song that Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. And I sure been calling him up this morning. Amen. We all need the Lord. Thank God for my family. Couldn't be here this morning. But thank God for my church family and the male chorus. Like I say, thank God for my preaching buddies this morning. If y'all have your Bibles, if you would, turn to Revelation 3, 7. Chapter 3, verse 7. And the Bible reads... And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things said he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that opened and no man shut it, and shut it and no man opened it. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. I want to talk about the message to a good church. The message to a good church. We have a whole lot of messaging going on. I hate sometimes to even check my messages because it's people I don't even know. I also hate to check my messages because some people that message me, I don't even know if they're telling the truth. They're not reliable. So there are times when I just say, oh, uh, I'm not even going to look at that message. Because they lie a lot of times. They lie a lot. So I pass through that message. There are sometimes you're waiting on a message to fit your life. You're, you're waiting on a message that will turn your life upside down. You go to seminars and classes and lectures to hear a message and a word that will change your focus, change your direction, give you more insight. And I just want to talk about somebody with a word that's reliable. Somebody that when they speak, everybody ought to hear. Because they, the word has kept and stood the test of time. We are in the book of Revelation. We go into this book. A lot of people tell me they like to overlook this book or not look in it. But the Bible says, blessed is he that readeth this book. And this morning we need to stop in on here and pull back some covers so that we can kind of see what's going on in church. I don't want y'all to ever get tired of church. Amen. 
Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my what? Church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We look in here, John has been banished to the island of Patmos as a prisoner. Not for stealing, not for uh, money laundering or nothing like that. He's here because the testimony of the Lord. He's here for a good reason. You know, you can get in trouble uh, messing with God. And doing God's will will sometimes get you in trouble. Can I get a witness in the building? Some people don't like you because you trust in God. Some people don't like you because you believe in God. They don't even like your beliefs. They really don't want you to hang around them if you even in this day and time talk about Jesus. You can be ostracized. And they can backbite you and try to tear down your name. John is on the island of Patmos. And while he's there, God starts revealing what was, is, and is to come to John. I want to tell somebody, if you think that it's over for you, you're just in the right place for God. God will use whoever he wants to use at his own time. John think it's all said and done. I'm out here, I'm on the island, I'm in prison for the testimony of the Lord, and then God show up. Have y'all ever had God to show up when all hope was lost? And everybody was already turned their back on you, and they started running your name through the mud, and then all of a sudden, God shows up. God says to him, fear not. He said, I saw... I saw seven golden seven candlesticks and there was one walking in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks that looked like the son of man. Jesus is, is walking in the midst of the golden candlesticks and he has seven stars and they represent the angels of the churches. He said, I need to get a message to the church because that's what's going to be left when it's all said and done. Uh, a lot of people, even in our families, in my family, I don't do church. I don't like church. I don't go to church. But then when you get down to the end of your journey, and you need somebody to put you in the ground. Then you run, your family runs to where? The church. You haven't been there all your life, but your family got to find a church. You can't go to the synagogue to have your funeral. You can't go to the, to, to the mosque to have your funeral. You have to come to somebody's church. So I want somebody to get a head start on life. You've been living dirty, you've been living foul, you've been doing stuff, you had no business. But today, if you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart. We're in church. And so he speaks to John and says, write to these seven churches in Asia. It's some dirty stuff happening even then in church. He said, there's people 
who say they are apostles and are not. They say they're Jews and not. He said Jezebel spirits running rampant in the church trying to cause and seduce men. That's happening today. All kind of things. People are, are filthy in church. They say whatever they want to say in church. They roll their eyes and neck at people in church. They talk about people behind their back in church. He said, go sit. We got to talk to the church. Now, what I want to do this morning, because if I don't have time to, to go through all of what he said to every church. But I've learned something. That if you get the best thing and put it out there, and just forget about everything else and try and explain everything else. Get a model for the person to follow. Now, I want to talk about uh, Philadelphia because there's a revival going on in Philadelphia. You, you want to go to this church in Philadelphia because they're always praising the Lord. They don't, it's nonstop. The word is being preached and the people enjoy the word. Oh boy, I would, I would like to visit this church to see what's going on in there. They say they, they, they don't care who they share the Bible with, share the word with. Philadelphia has, has the greatest, and I say the greatest amount of Bible believing and Bible teaching going to the church. I want to send a message to the good church. He says to them, he says to the church of Philadelphia, he says, listen to who talking. First of all, I want to talk about the messenger. Who is the messenger? I want somebody to talk to me that can, can hold water. I want somebody to talk to me that, that, that they, got a back, they got a background of being right with what they say. I want somebody that's that can prove what they're talking about. And, and we got somebody that can really, really stand on what he said. He said, who's, who's talking? He says, uh, he that is holy is talking. The one that's telling the truth is talking. He has the key of David. He's talking. Y'all know him? Y'all act like y'all don't know him. He's the I am talking. The wonderful counselor is talking. Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. The first and the last is talking. I think we need to listen to what he's saying. You, you hear so much. I want to hear what Jesus is telling me. I want to hear the next words that fall from his lips because they're devastating. I can't make it without God's word. I don't know about y'all. But I need a word from the Lord that will set me on the right path. I, I deviate and I go the wrong way sometimes. I need God's word. Jesus says, I'm talking, I, I want to talk to this church. And I want to point out this church because if you have a guideline, you need a good guide. You want to make your church Powerful. He said, this is what you do. First of all, the messenger, believe 
in the messenger first. Trust in the messenger first. Give your life to the messenger first. Put everything you have, surrender all to the messenger first. He says, I'm he that was dead and I'm alive forevermore. That's who he is. I'm living. I was dead, but now I'm here. I want to share with you. God showed me something. He says, a lot of people want me to always do something for them. But they don't never do what I want them to do. You always got your hand out to God. But you never do what he say. You're always telling God what you need, but you never do what he needs you to do. So he said, tell them, I'm going to give them a class in how they can get their doors open. I'm going to give them keys to open their doors. It's, it's in the text right here. It says, how do you keep the word? He said, first of all, the messenger is Jesus Christ. He said, what is the message? He says, I have, I did it. You can trust me because I said I did it. I have set before you an open door. No man can shut it. Your boss can't shut it. Your wife, your husband can't shut it. Your children, if you get old and live by yourself, they still can't shut the door on you. Your friends, your neighbors, your church members that may not like you, they can't shut the door. They can't pray your door closed. He said, I open doors. I look back over my life and I said, okay. I, 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 I did a few years of, of trying to play with this thing. And so I learned something that when I start to obey God, he opened doors. Why would God open a door for you that you're going to do whatever you want to do? Say whatever you want to say. Go wherever you want to go. God gives you a platform to do two things. In the text, keep my word and not deny my name. So he says, what, one thing I'm going to need you to do, if I give you an open door, you need to do two things. Keep my word. Obey me. Walk in my statutes. Do what I want you to do. That's how you get a door open. You want a door open every time you turn around, but you don't do nothing. You hang around on the premises, but you never stand on God's promises. You want, uh, you want us to preach to the deaf, but you never do what we say. And we preach from here, you still don't do what we say. And these churches try their best to, to, to adjust to you and do what you want them to do because they want to pack the seats. You know, they want the, the, the big offerings and they want everybody all over the church. They want standing room only. But I dare anybody, even a person, to just stand on God's word. God will have the last say-so on his word. You don't have to worry about who's coming. And while I'm there, 
They said we got to adjust to this new generation. We got to change a lot of things we do because of the new generation. Well, I got to go back to, to, to Big Mom. I got to go back to uh, uh, Grandpa Melvin. I got to go back to my dear. And, and, and all of them, and Aunt Lucy and, and, and Papa Luther, because the same blood that saved them has got to save us and save everybody else. You can't get away from the blood. It's the blood that saves. You got to trust in what Jesus said. They got to be saved the same way we got saved. I don't care how old you are, I don't care how young you are, you, we all got to be saved the same way. Jesus said, I am the way. Truth and the light, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. There's one door. He said, I'm the door. You can come in and you can come out. If you trust me, I can open the door for you. Yeah, I know it's been hard for you. He's talking to his church. He says, just got a little strength. And I know how it is to have a little strength. You barely making it. It seems like you can't pull your resources together. You run out of money more than you have money. You don't have nobody to help you. You're a single mother with children, and we see you. And sometimes we overlook you, but God says, I know you. I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm pulling for you. And I'm not going to just talk about it. I'm going to open a door for you. I'm going to bless your life. Not just for any reason, because you're keeping my word. Yeah, everybody don't come to church on Sunday. I can't wait to get here. I, I want to praise God. I want to have a revival. To tell you the honest God truth, I really don't need to be at church to have a revival in my own self. I can praise God by myself. I can lift his name by myself. He's been so good to me. Can I get a witness? He made ways out of no way for me. I don't need nobody. It just be me and Jesus sometimes. I can be just walking through the house and praise God. I can be out in the yard and praise God. He's worthy to be praised. I want to open the door for you. I'm going to open this door for you. Because you ain't going to make it without me. Because you have a little strength. You can't even open the door. You can't push the door open. I got to be the one to open this door for you. But I am a standing testimony that he will open doors. Anybody else? Do you know that he will open doors that no man can shut? He's done it for me. He's done it for you. He's done it for me. Everybody, everybody counted me out and said, I wasn't going to make it. Here I am. A door open. I got sick and thought I wasn't going to get well. But you know what he did? Open up the door. I run out of money sometimes and, and ends start running away from each other. And you know what he made? A way. Out of no way. Can I get a witness? I know he'll make a way. I ain't got to ask nobody either. I got experience. His credit is good with me. Sometimes 
I'll shout now. He can fix my stuff later. How many feel like that? You've been walking with him long enough to know that he'll make a way out of no way. He's a water walker. He's a sea rider. He'll feed you when you get hungry. Jesus says, I'll open doors. You want that new job, keep God's word. You want a wife, keep God's word. You want a good wife, keep God's word. You want a good husband, keep God's word. His word is reliable. Everything else is gonna fade, but my word will stand forever. Keep God's word. It's power in God's word. I can do all things through Christ. Give me strength. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I'm more than a conqueror. You see that power in the word? This word will lift your heavy burdens. This word will put you to sleep at night when you can't go to sleep. This word itself will dry your weeping eyes. The word of God won't open doors. Keep God's word and lift his name. Now, now, that ain't how you lift his name. You lift his name by praising his name. Talking to people about him. Not being ashamed when you go somewhere. It's a shame for uh, you to talk to somebody 20 or 30 minutes and not say nothing about Jesus. It's a shame for anybody that, that, that you are a Christian and nobody knows that you're a Christian but you. Sad indictment. It's also a sad indictment. And I, I, I work on this myself. You know, back in the day, somebody say, where is that in the Bible? I say, Oh, well, it's over there, over in, uh, over in, uh, you don't know your Bible. You've been in the church 30 or 40 years. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. We, 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 we put it there for you to learn God's word because I learned that people don't trust you if you don't know what God's word and who he is. So, say it about who? Jesus. Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He sent the message. What's the message? I'm he that opened doors. No man can shut. Close doors and no man can open. But uh, is there anybody in here? You know sometimes I go to Walmart and some other stores. And uh, I'm in a hurry. And so I go in through the outdoor. Y'all hear me? I go in through the outdoor. And even sometimes I can see people say, wanting to tell me, uh-uh, you ain't supposed to go in that door. Can, can y'all go with me? How many people ever go in a door, that, God bless you to go in doors that you weren't supposed to go in? How many of y'all done been in God and done some stuff that, that, that's, that, that don't even seem right? It's a law-breaking situation. God has blessed me to do things I never imagined. He called me to preach, and I went to Chicago to preach. I would never have gone to Chicago under no circumstances to preach. God has allowed me to preach in places 
that I never thought I would preach. Allowed me to sing the group I come from, all of them sung better than me. They should have been able to sing where I sung, but God opened doors. Since he opened the doors, I want to do two things. Keep his word and lift his name. How about y'all? If he's blessing you and you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to be able to do, you out of all people ought to be able to praise his name. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He's been good to you. Open up doors for you. Made ways out of no ways. So that's why I told you who, told you what he's going to do. But the reason why is that he wants you to keep his word. Listen, the gospel has never saved everybody anywhere, but it's always saved somebody everywhere. That's how great the gospel of Jesus Christ is. It'll slip into a drug house and save you. It'll slip into the strip club and save you. It'll go down in back alleys to save you. God wants you saved. I don't know what you're doing that's against God right now, but if you want to be saved, he says something, come unto me. All you that labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, learn my word. You have no business being in church 20, 30 years and not know his word. We got to know what he's saying. How do you know how to keep it if you don't know it? You got to know the word of God. Policeman got a gun. Fireman got a water hose. Whole lot of Christians don't even have a Bible. And if they got it, they don't read it. We in trouble. We are living in troubled times and all of our answers are in the word of God. If you got 2,000 questions, God got 2,000 answers. He's that kind of God we serve. He'll make a way. So now, he says the why is if I give you a platform, don't forget to keep my word and lift up my name. I said, okay, God. I'm going to try my best to always keep your word. And everywhere I go, I want to lift up his name. Now, I got to talk about them keys. Because them keys are bothering me. See, he got the key of David. In chapter one, he said he got keys of death and hell. I want to know, I want to explain to y'all, how can you get keys? Well, they took my savior and your Lord. They took my doctor and your friend. Took my salvation and your hope. Up one day they put him on Calvary's cross. They had nerve to nail his hands. And they had nerve to nail his feet. They put a crown of thorns on his head. He was dying on the cross for you and me. 
went dark. The world turned against itself while he was dying on the cross. Rocks started splitting when Jesus was dying on the cross. All the dead who had been dead a long time set up in the grave when Jesus was dying on the cross. Jesus said, Lord, into thy hands I commit spirit. He gave up the ghost. But he didn't stop right there. Bible says he descended into hell. He beat death to death. Took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Somebody is looking for the keys. Jesus got the keys. Death, hell, and the grave is in Jesus' hand. All night Friday, nothing happened. All night Saturday, nothing happened. But have you ever heard somebody come to the door? Everybody you really wanted to come to the door and you hear them put the keys in the door and they start moving the keys around, especially if it's somebody you want to see. They open the door, Jesus, on Sunday morning, put the key in. And unlock salvation. Unlock my joy. Unlock my peace. He unlocked my happiness. He unlocked my, my, my everything that I needed was wrapped up in that key. I feel good because I got the key. You know why I got the key? Because Jesus gave me the key. Now he said, go ye therefore. Teach all nations. Baptizing him in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Y'all don't know when to shout, I guess. Teach them to deserve all things that I have commanded of you. And that will be your platform. And you ain't got to worry because, lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the earth. He got up on Sunday. How many know he got up? Y'all can act like y'all don't know he got up. But I know he got up because he got up in me. Got up in my soul. I'm better because I bumped into Jesus. I'm stronger because I jumped, bumped into Jesus. I'm a little wiser because I know his word. How many know what I'm talking about? Won't he feed you when you get hungry? Won't he make ways out of no ways? You ought to help me praise him. He said, and I. If I be lifted up, I need somebody to help me lift it up. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. The door is open. Why don't you come on in?